everybody, welcome to another edition of Jizz Talking for a Sunday night. We're here with Rebel Ryder, and it's so great to have you here. And Rebel, you kind of made special arrangements to be here. You're not just exactly in uh, uh, the apartment down the street, are you? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <laughs> Where are you located right now? Um, right now, I'm in Prague. <laughs> Over wow. in the Czech Republic. <laughs> wow, what is going on over there? What you just took a day trip, or what's going on? <laughs> um, so I'm here for a, a couple of weeks shooting um, some scenes for Legal Porno. <laughs> wow, that's so yeah. excellent. I mean, um, who who's the the person that you're? Who what company hired you to do that? Um, so I'm working with uh, Legal Porno for Giorgio Grandi. Wow. Are you yeah. working with people from the United States? Or are you working with people from Prague, um, porn stars in Prague? Uh, porn sites in Prague, but people from like all over. <laughs> you know, I've worked with people from here, from France, from Africa. From I mean, it's been crazy. <laughs> wow, that's just you know, it just is amazing that I saw you uh, uh, a month ago or so in Chicago, yeah. and you were such a uh, a happy-go-lucky girl there, and let me uh, find a nice little picture of us together. Um, and and when I put that on Facebook, oh, I think I'd uh, use a different one because there was some ass crack and some other things hanging out there that we couldn't have. <laughs> Not family-friendly enough. <laughs> didn't want to have that happen. So, but anyway, uh, let's talk a little bit about how you got started. When you got started? Okay. Um, so yeah, I got started about three years ago. Um, and well, really more, a little over three, three years ago. Um, but I just started camming for fun and for some extra cash and stuff. Um, and I loved it. Um, I had a fan that asked if I would ever be interested in shooting like a porn video. And I was like, yeah. Um, so he got me like, like helped me get set up with a local studio in Arizona. It's called Glory Hole Swallow, and I shot there, loved it, and wanted to keep doing it. Uh, how old were you when you got started? Um, how was I? How, yeah, how old were you when you got started? Oh, I was, uh, let me see, how old am I now? 28, so I was like 26. Oh, wow, okay. So did you have like a regular nine-to-five job before you said you worked at the hardware store, or what did yeah. you <laughs> I did. I was actually an electrical engineer. Wow, that's that's impressive. Where did you, did you go to? You know, of course, went to college. Right? Where did you yeah. go to college? Um, I went to ASU in Arizona. Oh wow, excellent! Yeah. Well, that's just fantastic. So, yeah. uh, brains and body both. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. <laughs> went from um, uh, doing that one scene, and then at Exotica in Chicago, I saw a little video there running. You had two dicks yeah. in your butt. I did. <laughs> I recently had three. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's, that's something. That's, uh... It's it's more fun, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I always heard three was a crowd, but I guess not. Yeah. It's, it's party now. <laughs> yeah. Let's check in with Sean Elliott. Sean Elliott was in Chicago, and he stopped by the Tadpole booth. I think, did, Sean, did you get a thong? I'm not listening to you. Keep muting me. Oh, did you get a, did you get a thong? Uh, did I get a thong? I was so sore, I could hardly piss. No, I didn't get a thong. I, I wish I'd have known Rebel then. I, I actually just the last 20 minutes started looking up uh, 
says, oh, she's beautiful. I started looking up your, your uh, history. And um, it is pretty cool now that, that uh, you can, uh, you know, start camming. And then if, you're, if you do your homework and you meet the right people, you can just yeah. transfer into the uh, business, uh, all of it, if you want. It's it, yeah. that opportunity. I was talking from what they call the golden age, which was a, a thousand years ago. But you, you, you got it. You had your, and I'm not going to be redundant over it. Everybody knows about it and how you got your work. But um, now you can, um, e even myself, I mean, I've met people here and it's like, if you want to do this, you get into it. I mean, you, and then it's up to you to, you, you control your fate. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that's pretty awesome. I, I had one quick question on you though, because I was just looking here that you, some of the work that you did was with um, uh, Evil Angel. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was wondering if you knew Joey Silvera, if that name uh, is familiar to you at all. The name is familiar, yes. <laughs> yeah, he's a guy, he's from back in the old days, and I used to work with him in different movies and things like that. Joey's been in the business literally got to be over 40, 45 years now. Oh, wow. And I don't know if he's still, maybe Patrick knows better than me, if he's still shooting, but I know he was up to about three or four years ago. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, That's the Joey I knew. Yeah, yeah. He just... Uh, <laughs> He just signed some autographs for me a while back, and hopefully when we go out to California in um, January, he'll be around to catch some pizza with or something like that. I know that um, <clears throat> he goes to Thailand um, oh, wow. around the holidays uh, for some personal things. And anyway, so he spends several months there uh, over the winter, but then he lives in uh, near L.A., so um, hopefully we'll run into him. But yeah. He but Evil a, Angel was his bag. I mean, that's that's yeah. who he worked with a lot and everything. Well, it's really nice to meet you. I'll listen in. Uh, unless Patrick mutes me and I can't talk. <laughs> um, Not that I'm pissed. He was, um, uh, when, when I first started watching adult movies when I was 13, <clears throat> I mean 18, um, he was on, my dad had a Betamax Deep Throat uh, video. And on... Like you go to the movie today and you see a trailer for uh, Top Gun or, or a trailer for Ocean's Eleven, whatever. Anyway, um, they had trailers on the beginnings of these Betamax movies, on these movies, coming to a theater near you. And so anyway, one of them was a Joey Silvera movie called Expensive Tastes. And he had a ski mask on with two eyes and a mouth, and he was eating some lady's pussy with a ski mask on. It was kind of funny. And, and then it was like, they kind of did this rape scene thing. And uh, he scared the shit out of me. I'm still scared of, of Joey Silver, and I've never met him. <laughs> He's a good guy. <laughs> they always seem to dress him up in uh, outfits. Yeah. Before we got on, and I was talking to you about the um, Annie Sprinkle thing and Matt and didn't get the job. And got the job I got was a film called Luscious. Joey was in that movie, and he played a Marine or something. It was a Navy band. So I don't know where, and, and he was the only one in costume. He had like a Navy, and he had a great scene with Vanessa Del Rio, class from the best in that movie. Yeah. So that's a Joey Silvera's story. God, she's so cute. Yeah, she is. My goodness. <laughs> All right. Hey, Lloyd is with us. Lloyd, how are we doing tonight? Hey, I'm doing good, Patrick. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. We need a question from you for Rebel Writer. Oh, hey, great. Um, hey, Rebel, um, I just saw that I wanted to say hello. Uh, it's a pl pleasure meeting you. Um, I saw Patrick was going to Chicago, and when he was going to your booth, I guess it was, I was like, oh, I, 
I'm familiar with you, and I remember seeing you uh, as going through the Twitter rabbit hole, and uh, I was totally blown away by your work. Um, very exciting stuff. Uh, when I went on your Twitter page, I did notice that you uh, you also tell people like some of the do's and don'ts on like how to uh, I guess some of the playing around that you do with toys and so forth, so you don't. Uh, for bacteria and so forth. And I thought that was yeah. kind of nice of, of what you do as far as uh, introducing things like that to people that might not be aware of the dangers of playing with yourself, I guess. Right, right. absolutely. Yeah, a lot of this stuff is like stuff that I needed to figure out on my own. So like stuff that I wish that I knew. So I try to make sure that I help other people as much as I can. <laughs> I, I, and I couldn't help think about uh, people like Nina Hartley, who is in the business and has been around for a long time, and uh, who also is like into teaching. And when I saw you doing that, I, I, I have to give you a lot of credit. So I'm, I thought that was great. Uh, and I'm re really excited to see more of your work. Um, Thank you. The BBC was really something kind of pretty wild. I thought that was pretty blew my mind a bit um so i look forward to seeing more things like that awesome well there's a lot more coming <laughs> yeah cool well thank you very much and, and you're yeah, beautiful thank you. oh, thank yeah you. you're welcome thank you <laughs> thanks patrick you bet not a problem hey charles had a big week i'll tell you what he met a couple of living legends in san francisco this week why don't you give us a, a quick synopsis of that before you ask Rebel a question quick synopsis was they were doing a it's not a remake, but a re-showing of an 80s documentary on, um, I'm blanking on her name. Um, Kamikaze Hearts. With, uh, yeah, Kamikaze Hearts was the name of the movie. Really good movie. Really good. Uh, with Sharon uh, Mitchell. Sharon Mitchell. And who was there. Chelsea, was awesome. And Tigger. Tigger was not there. Uh, right. Andy She's, Sprinkle was there. The filmmaker was there. A great movie. I loved seeing, you know, pictures of San Francisco in the era that I kind of grew up here. So that was kind of fun. Uh, the movie was good. Parts of it were, I thought, incredibly dark. I am, you know, the end scene was her kind of shooting up smack and I hate needles and they make me, they just give me the creeps. Okay. So, but they were so nice and just you know, and Sharon was like, glad I moved past that and moved on with my life. And, you know, and I'm like, yes, me too. But she was just awesome. Annie Sprinkle was awesome. The the woman, the I want to say videographer, but the director was there. She was awesome. I'm waiting for this to come out on DVD to get a copy and to get it signed. And, you know, but a great movie. Are you talking so, about Juliet Bayshore? Yeah, I think yes. You're and you. How you're not in the movie? What happened with that? I was supposed to be in the movie. Okay. Um, Tigger told me that they were doing this movie and they wanted me to help them out, and I said sure. And there were salaries involved, and um, at this point, I was at the height of my career with two uh, a two-year-old and a newborn, and okay. uh, they kept falling behind schedule and falling behind schedule, and then finally Tigger called me one day and said, "Look." It's turned into what I call a savage dog shoot. That means nobody's getting paid anything. 
um, and everybody is here for love or art or something. And I had another offer at the same time that was going to pay me a thousand dollars a day and pay for diapers. So I said, I can't do the movie. And I didn't. But they I kept understand me, that. But they kept me in, in the loop. And just two weeks ago, I participated in a uh, meeting that Juliet Bayshore called Sharon Mitchell, Jerry Heath was there, John Martin. Um, and a few other people, and we watched the movie together, and they had us mic, so we, our commentary plays along with the movie, and that's going to play at the 40th anniversary event that they're having. Okay. Is that going to be I, in the Bay Area? I'm not sure where it's going to be, but, you know, you hit on the on the hardest part for me. I, I, was, <laughs> I was not about to go deal with heroin people. That's just not no, what my life was it, about. Uh, it, you know, it made me really uncomfortable. Watching. Yeah, yeah, me so, too. I was always a pothead and always liked weed and always enjoyed it and still do. And I'm glad there's a dispensary in my neighborhood. But needle stuff, no. I I'm, just. Ugh. I'm glad they got over it and they're both still alive. Me too. Me Man. too. She did not. I don't know what Tigger was up to. You know, at this point in time in her life, I didn't feel comfortable to ask, but. You know, well, I hadn't talked to Tigger since we wrapped Nothing to Hide. Okay. That was, and uh, that's not true. I saw her during that. The next year, she was like a production manager, and I was in some movies. I saw her on set, but she wasn't acting in anything I was in. Okay. Uh, so I haven't seen her since basically 1983, 84. And okay. while we were, I was being driven from that thing I told you about, that, that uh, shoot. Um, right. Juliet Bayshore was driving me back to Berkeley from uh, Oakland and she handed me she, the phone and she had called Tigger. <laughs> oh, okay. That's cool. Wow. And I got on the phone with Tigger after 40 fucking years. Wow. Um, and, you know, there's no reveal about where she is. She doesn't want to be. And that's all fine with me. But it was great to hear her voice. And the one more thing I'll, I'll share with you is that when we shot Nothing to Hide, I was... 32 years old or so looking 23 and I had a wife of 10 years and two kids Tigger was 21 years old <laughs> and looked 21 years old and we had nothing normally when you're going to have a sex scene with somebody I'm looking over at your face and I'm blanking on you Sean um when you're going to do a sex scene with somebody, you're looking for some love on the side. You, you know, we're going, you to do it any, we're going to do it anyway. We might as well get to know each other a little bit. So to have I, some fun. It makes it work. Exactly. So, so Self-preservation and getting a heart on, too. You want well, to that's that. a problem with this because Tigger and I have fucking nothing in common at all. Mm -hmm. In fact, I think I told this story before in the air where after a day of working together, she turned to me out of nowhere and said, you're sexist. <laughs> <laughs> I just started laughing. Now shoot. <laughs> now I said, <laughs> I said, wait till you meet some of the other gentlemen in this industry before you decide I'm one of the bad guys. But in any yeah. case, what I wanted to share was that when we were in character, when we were Jack and Lenny, man, did we hit it. We were in love and it worked. When the cameras were running, we had a, all this passion happening. None of the, of the loins. It was just, but it was the heart. And that's what it was supposed to be. And, um, so I shared that with her and she said, yeah, I know what you mean because off camera, we had nothing, <laughs> nothing at all. That is a trip. She, uh, just, just jumping up on that. I, 
going back to the dope and all that, I, I'm, I'd like to think that you said 83. Well, we worked in 82, and her and Sharon were hanging together a lot in 81 and 82. And then I guess they went out to the coast. I think it was all New York. I think I'd like to think that they left all that tough life, that, that stuff, when they left and went to the left coast. Um, I was blessed to work with her a couple of times in uh, Scoundrels, which, uh, man, I'm telling you, Richard, we go through this all the time. We should have known each other. And uh, I was a little younger than you, but not that much. I was in my 20s. And, uh, but I found her, but I was going through the actor thing, and I found her that this was raw talent. I think, I think you're nothing to hide, which I, is one of the very few movies, I've mentioned this to you before, that I recall virtually almost all of it, because John Leslie was amazing, you were amazing. And Tigger, she could, she, she did less, and good acting is doing less. And, and she did it, and, and I felt that in, um, we had the best scene of 1982 with her. I, th I think she was raw talent, this girl. And last thing I'll say about her, you would, I don't even know you, but you would dig this chick. She long hair like you, young. I mean, she's just a, a small, cool chick, badass chick. Uh, um, so if you do happen to speak to her, I'm guessing you guys traded numbers. I know the city she's in. I don't ask too many questions. I would never... I wouldn't want nobody getting in touch with me unless it was a third party first. But if you do talk to her, tell her that Sean, she knows both names. Uh, I'd love to say hello to her, just as a friend. It's, you know, 40 years is amazing, Richard. I'm glad you got the chance to see her. I, I ended up exchanging numbers between Eric Edwards and Sharon. So they, because Sharon's like, my phone had died. I had lost all my numbers. You know, I had a problem with it for a month. And, you know, he was like, give me her number and... You know, so I connected that. I don't know if they've called each other yet, but I was like, I thought that was cool. All right. Well, let's get back to Rebel because she's Sorry. Been, I'm sorry. Like, what the fuck did I sign up for? What do you think about these days and these old timers? Does this interest you at all? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> got, uh, Avian Hall of Famer Richard Pacheco in the room yeah. and uh, uh, former adult star Sean Elliott, who has vowed to come to Iowa sometime later this year. So we're... We're hoping for that. So coming out of the corn again, like our friend. Yeah, Eric. Charles. Uh, question for Rebel. Yeah, I'm sorry. I feel like I've sort of distracted this and taken it down a different path. That's okay. So I I did look up uh, your bio, which I like to do because I like to be a little bit prepared. And you worked for NASA. Is that true? No, I was an engineer, and I did work in the aerospace um, okay. field, but it wasn't for NASA. <laughs> okay, I thought that was, like, really cool and really interesting, and just, you know, a completely kind of, I don't want to say left field type of job, but it's, yeah. I would assume, very different from the adult industry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's math so, but I, just, I found that so fascinating. I'm like, wow, a real, like, scientist yeah. who ended up in the adult industry. And, I used to know. build airplanes, and now I stick things in my butt for a living. <laughs> and it's not rocket science. <laughs> There's rockets involved, and they're red it, it, Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's very it's similar, right? <laughs> All right. But I, just, I found that so fascinating. I was like, wow, that's a different, that's a different area altogether. <laughs> All right, Cartrell, how are we doing tonight? All right. Talking to Rebel Writer, what's the question for? Yeah, how did you come up with your name? 
Um, so Rebel was kind of a name that I went by in the local like kink community, and it was also my camming name that I used. And then Ryder, I just thought it kind of sounded cool, and um, I like like my husband has motorcycles and they're fun, so I just thought it was cool. <laughs> Great name. Uh, and hey, I ended uh, up working out. <laughs> I had a chance to meet your hubby at the uh, at the uh, tadpole booth. Nice guy, great guy. Yeah, yeah, I love him. <laughs> it works out. He's now, very he supportive. Either, is he in Prague with you now too? No, no, he's he's taking care of stuff back home. So. <laughs> Good for him. He needs to stay home. Patrick, was he at the uh, tadpoles booth with? Uh, the, yeah, right the, next door to us. Yeah. Now you're starting <laughs> to look familiar. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. But yeah, I, I remember you from Chicago. Thank you. Yeah, she was with Amy Quinn and, and Amy, that, yeah. whole, that whole yeah. uh, booth over there. Great, great folks. I mean, were you in the? Was she in the thing, Patrick, with uh, the previous previous one where that Lily was filming the the gangbang? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was in there. <laughs> okay. You guys did a, a 20, 20 man, uh, ten girl gangbang. We did. <laughs> How'd that work out for you guys? That was so much fun. Because um, uh, we just, like, they basically just let us do whatever we want. And it was just a big, big fuck fest. It was great. <laughs> I think everyone fucked everyone. <laughs> now, where can we watch that? Where was that? Was that on Tadpole's channel? Or where do we watch that? Yes. Yeah, so on Tadpole's t channel, he has the 2D and the VR. And um, all the girls that were in the orgy also have their own um, version of it. Okay. Well, that's good. So the, the handy thing about it is everybody's going to make their share of money off of it. Yeah. Whether it's your channel, Amy Quinn's channel, yeah. who's ever channel, or the Tadpole yeah. channel um, yeah. can make the money off. And that's great. Yeah, and everyone um, has something a little different. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's where they say they should use content seven times. You know, if you, if you oh, yeah. do a blog post or a Twitter post, you know, use it in multiple areas, change it a little bit, but use it. And that sounds exactly like what you did. So yeah, that's fantastic. Hey, next week's guest, we're going to go way back in time. Uh, next week, Debbie Revenge will be our guest. Uh, uh -huh. Do you remember Debbie Revenge? New York. Uh, or Debat. She might have gone by Debat. <clears throat> anyway, she's going to be our guest next week. Um, her and Sharon Mitchell hung out a lot. So I'm going to see if Sharon's got a spare hour to, to give to us, and she might get on our show, too, hopefully, anyway. so we'll Didn't she have a clothes store or something down in the village, like a punk rock store or something? Yeah, something like that. She always was she kind did. of looking very goth or very punk. It was very goth, CBGB's type thing, if I recall. So, anyway, we'll, uh, we'll have to check in next week with Debbie Revenge. I'm going to do a, a sample Zoom show a little <laughs> dry run with her on uh, Wednesday or Thursday and then we'll be we'll be good to go because you gotta sometimes you gotta teach uh, people how to use the zoom thing so on and Sunday nights at seven o'clock central is not the time to experiment so <laughs> we're gonna get that all down is this on is this on it's Alex on. is with us Alex how you doing I'm doing pretty good thanks for having me I heard you had to work all weekend at some douchebags garage sale oh yeah that's douchebags in the house right now I'm out on the deck so we're not getting like all the feedback. <laughs> he's, that Whitney? And he's also on the show. He's also in the room, Whitney. 
Yeah, he's just over there. <laughs> so um, I, I was wondering, um, what was the uh, weirdest request that you've gotten for uh, like custom content that you so far? Oh, God. Um, well, <laughs> I've got quite a few weird requests. Um, the, I don't know, like there's weird as in like gross. <laughs> um, I won't really talk about stuff like that. But um, the weirdest thing that I've done it wasn't really that weird. It was just like the request. This one guy wanted um, like a 20-minute video of just like, me opening my mouth and flexing my throat muscles. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, I could do that. He didn't want me to say anything or like suck on anything. He just wanted me to like, like, huh? And I'm like, flex my throat muscles. <laughs> okay. Was this person a dentist? Was he a dentist? <laughs> I, I don't know. He could have been. <laughs> Possibly a ear, noted throat, uh, ears, yeah. ears, yeah. Noted. <laughs> but yeah I've, I've had people ask for like you know pictures up close of my nostrils like ears just random maybe random in his body he can use throat for vagina yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> huh. aren't you glad you asked that alex <laughs> <laughs> she just did a anal scene and you, now she's wanting to touch show you her throat this <laughs> point, uh, my throat's tighter than my asshole. <laughs> Patrick, I'm waiting for the person to come on, the younger ones, and they go, what was the weirdest thing you ever did? And they said, the missionary position. <laughs> <laughs> that was so fucked up. <laughs> yeah, one, one of them, one, oh, Katie, Katie Morgan one time said, Anytime she ever got to fuck on a rock was a good night. <laughs> <laughs> on a rock? Yeah. Yeah, they were a, hard a boulder. <laughs> Reminds me of uh, uh, Herschel was in our state a couple years ago. Let's see if I can find a picture. And, and we had these, um, around the state of Iowa, we have these what's called um, uh, freedom rocks. There's a guy who goes around and paints rocks. <laughs> and let, me find, let me find a picture of it. I mean, I mean they're, they're very artistic. They're very patriotic. Um, <clears throat> God damn it. I knew I had it somewhere. Um, There's a lot of overhead in that job. <laughs> yeah, okay, uh, here, okay. Here's, here's a picture of Herschel. And this is, um, <clears throat> this, this Freedom Rock has a picture of our, Civil War uh, Memorial Building on it. <clears throat> That's my wife and Herschel. Oh, wow. Anyway, uh, so two minutes after we get done with this picture, Herschel says, I got to take a piss. Find the Freedom Rock. Oh, Herschel. That was his freedom. So, oh, God. Civil War Memorial. That's a big Civil War Memorial in our town. And then... Uh, the guy, the guy does extremely awesome work. Um, sadly, a snowmobile hit the rock, and so there's a big chunk of it taken out. But anyway, oh. uh, you'll have that in Iowa, I guess, in the wintertime. But yeah. Was, I, was Iowa in the Union during the Civil War? When did it become a state? 
1846. We had quite a few Iowans die from Franklin County uh, that fought in the Civil War um, uh, for the North. Yeah. So, <coughs> excuse me. We had quite a bit of um, quite a bit of history with um, and Franklin County. I think had one of the higher or our county had one of the higher representations for the North in uh, in the Civil War. So, but yeah. Behind the Freedom Rock, I gotta take a piss. <laughs> but anyway, let's uh, go to Whitney. Is with us, Whitney. Thanks for showing up today. Thanks for coming by. Uh, questions? Oh, hello, us. sir. Uh, madam, you are very lovely. Good Lord, good Lord, Thank God. <laughs> I, I will have to look up your name. Uh, you know, in uh, in in one of those search things. <laughs> sorry to say. <laughs> I'd <don't> be sorry. <laughs> you have a new okay. You're right. You have a new fan. Is all I'm saying. Ah, thank you. <laughs> all right. Have a question for you? Just point oh, well, kind of. Okay. Let's suppose oh. that you're a, a, a stand-up comedian guy uh, who's uh, swinging a hammer. How does uh, one get into like very beginning start as a fella into um, uh, this kind of thing? Because my buddy's been telling me, you know, I'm, I'm underutilizing my talent. Go on. <laughs> um, so I would say, um, I mean, the way that most people uh, that I talk to get in is just kind of by starting by filming your own stuff. Yeah, you know, get your name out there, um, get on social media, start up like like an OnlyFans, a many vids, um, and just you know start filming your your own stuff. <laughs> My, my TikToks are doing unreasonably well, so maybe oh, I can Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Now. That's a starter right there. <laughs> yeah, the more your name is out there, the more um, legitimate you become. <laughs> okay. Thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. That's good advice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, so, Rebel, at the booth, at, at the um, um, Tadpole booth, you had 20 guys <clears throat> and 10 yeah. girls. Where did the 20 guys come from? I know I recognize a few guys in the video because they were from the booth. But where did the other, let's say, 15 guys come from? Um, so the other 15 guys in that orgy were guys that um, Tadpole has used before in some of his films. Um, I think most of them were actually local to Chicago. Um, but a lot of them are just regular guys that um, have met Ta uh, Tadpole and have been in his films. And yeah, I thought they, <laughs> I couldn't tell if they were showing up for a, a porn shoot or a chicken wing eating contest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why not both? <laughs> yeah. they, they ate something, that's for sure. But yeah, they they just look average guys, average yeah. guys. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. And that's the kind of the cool thing about about the tadpole situation. It's yeah. not a bunch of buff guys yeah. with fifteen inch dicks. It's it's you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just regular average, guys. Yeah. Regular guys. Yeah, I love I love that. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. All right, hey, uh, we need to switch over to George. George met you in Miami last year, and I think you even have a souvenir. Yes, yes. No, no. My, my question to you is, you know, having having this degree and, you know, what made you switch into, into the business? And growing up, did you, you know, admire someone or you're like, oh, my God, I want to be like her or, you know, et cetera, et cetera? Um, so growing up, um, I was actually just very, like, I grew up in a very strict um, family, um, and I wasn't very open, like, sexually or anything 
until I was like 22. So when I started camming um, just for fun, I, I loved it. And it was just kind of something that happens naturally. Um, and the timing of it all really helped too, because um, I got in right at the beginning of um, the pandemic. And at right. that point, the aerospace industry just wasn't really doing very well. A lot of people were getting furloughed. And it just made sense for me to try something else for a while. Okay. And, and, and what, would you prefer like the, like the old style or what's, what's going on now? Like, you know, when Sean and Richard, you know, they had like, like scripts and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, or, you know. Um, I really enjoy like the Gonzo stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just like to go in, do it, do what I want, have fun. Okay. Not, not need to follow like a very strict um, script, um, but I, I do both. <laughs> okay. Thank you, and, you know, looking forward to seeing you in Miami, and yeah. you too, Sean, and Richard, I hope you, you know, you decide to come to one of these shows so we can meet, and, you know, look at, looking yeah. forward to Miami. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Thank you. Was, yeah, that picture of uh, Rebel that you showed her earlier, or did you put that away? No, it's, it's right here. Yeah, show us your little souvenir there. <laughs> there you go. See, she's showing us her throat muscles in that photo. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rebel, what got you into camming? I know uh, you said about the, the, the pandemic and everything, but was it your gut choice to do this? Did you, see, you mentioned you were married. Were you married then? I mean, what was the impetus? Yeah, yeah I, was, I was married then, um, but we were very open, and one of – Actually, one of my husband's exes, um, they're friends now, but she she was a cam girl, and she was like, hey, you should try it. I think you'd be really good at it. So I tried it, <laughs> and it was fun. <laughs> I, I guess what I was asking, if you don't mind, Patrick, some leeway, you, a, a lot, and this checks the list 40 years ago, 30, 20, and now um, there's a lot of people that come from a strict background yeah. or a sexually uh, I'll say deprived was a word I'm looking for, but a conservative background. Repressive. Repressive, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Perfect word. What was the switch? I was an actor. I wasn't getting work. This paid. Big fish, small pond, that type of thing. That was my game. What was your thing? What was the switch from repressive to, I'm an engineer, obviously, you're smart. And then uh, <laughs> what was the switch? What was the... Genesis, take me through that. Um, so really, I tell people it was my husband's fault because <laughs> he was the, like he encouraged me when we met. Um, I had only been with one other guy, um, and he was part of like the local like fetish community, swinger community, and like all all of that. Like that was a whole new world for me, and he encouraged me to just explore and try new things. Um, so you like bad boys. That's, that's I, I do, yeah. <laughs> but we don't have, we want. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then the more I explored, um, pretty much everything I tried, I liked. So <laughs> it was just, um, it was just part of the part of the journey. <laughs> there might be hope for us, Richard. We come from a hippie community. <laughs> a long time. There might be hope that people are very open again. That's kind of cool. Thanks, Patrick. Yeah, Richard. Anything for uh, for Rebel? I know you're kind of sitting back and observing and. I want to ask how long you've been married. Um, I married. See, I got married in 2017, so it'll be five years. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
And how old are you, if you don't mind sharing that? I'm 28. Well, observing, you are flat out gorgeous. And it's a a joy just to see you. Um, (laughs) As a 74-year-old human on the planet, I want to tell you, enjoy it and revel (laughs) in it. It doesn't last forever. And girl, you got it. So love it and do whatever. Just appreciate the shit out of it. That's number one. Um, It's interesting to see the combination of talents you're bringing to the game. That's extraordinary. Um, It makes me want to know you. Uh, I'm long past the uh, carnal part of that and more interested in watching the being blossom. Uh, in all these different directions. And how old your 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 son you mentioned? How old your child? Oh, I don't have any kids. Oh, um, I thought, but, I thought uh, you said earlier that you did. No, no, my, my husband does. Um, but oh. me and my husband, we have an age difference. He's 60, so his kids are my age. <laughs> wow. That's another guy. I have just... grandkids. <laughs> I love this chick. You have grandkids that are older <laughs> than you probably. <laughs> no, not quite. They're closer yeah. in age to me than I am my husband. <laughs> well, you're extraordinary. Just keep doing what you're doing. Enjoy it. Thank you. By the way, Richard has a book out. Thank you. Of his uh, life and career and, and all sorts of things called Hindsight. It's available at www. I'll see you Hindsight and raise you. Return to Squirrel Hill. There you because go. Because this just premiered yesterday uh, in audiobook. I spent the last year recording it, and I really love it. Sean, it is the fucking great thing to write your book and then perform it. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. Oh, that's I, amazing. Loved, I loved reading it. So uh, that's on the market now, and I'll send you the details about how you can uh, get a copy to listen to. Yes. Thank you, yeah. Pat. Wait. Uh, one thing that we do, this is a kind of an autograph-based group. That's how we all kind of got together. We collect autographs. Uh, do you have like a post office box or mailboxes are us? Or how do we get a hold of you to sign autographs for us that if you, we don't see at Miami? Um, so the best way is to um, like contact me by email or Twitter message. Um, I currently do not have a PO box. I did, but I'm in the process of getting a different one um, in a different location. So, yeah, yeah, Twitter or email, and we can work something out. Well, when you when you get one, make sure you hit me up because we yeah, certainly want to promote that. Um, it, it may be $100 a year, but it may yeah. that's, that's $100 more than you had when you started out. So, absolutely. anyway, that's kind of what we do. Uh, Cartrell is back with us. Cartrell, another question. Um, yeah, like, I, I know you did videos for Freak Mob and everything. My question to you, do you think that do you think the interracial porn has gotten better because you know in the past there was a lot of you know offensive stereotypes and stuff about with that yeah yeah i think it has for sure i think um you know people are more uh i mean i don't want to say let's see what's the word like less stereotypical um you know people used to it used to be like a thing to charge more for like interracial scenes and stuff like that. You know, I think that's kind of ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I see a lot more people doing it and I just think it's more, more of a normal thing now. 
Well, it's an interesting evolution to track a little bit. I remember yeah. when Johnny Keys did a sex scene with Marilyn Chambers um, 110 years ago. That was big news. That was big news because interracial hardcore hadn't appeared until they did that thing together. And it's a red hot scene. Um, the thing that hit the porn industry was a financial blow to mixing black and white. If you had sex scenes in your film that had black and white partners together, you had no distribution in the entire south of the United States. Not only would they not carry your film, they wouldn't carry any of the films in your company as punishment for having interracial sex in it. And this is why for years in the 70s, when it was blooming, uh, you see very little interracial sex because the, the porn producers didn't want, there was a huge paycheck they were giving up by having that. So you had black people like Billy D, who um, is really light skinned. And it was a while before um, it just blew open. I think the difference was video because then it, if you were blew your movie, you blew fifty, seventy thousand, a hundred thousand dollars. If you blew your video, you blew maybe two thousand dollars. So, as production became cheaper, people took more risks, and that's when guys like Shawn Michaels emerged. Uh, uh, F.M. Bradley. Yeah. F.M. Bradley, absolutely. Nina Hartley just loved him. Um, it became much more popular, and and, and nowadays it's you know we're we're going forward and backwards at the same time, yeah. so yeah. it's hard to tell. Um, there's a whole country, there's a whole part of the United States that is multiracial, and happily so, and trying to be what the promise of America said that all people are created equal, even though they said all men at the time. Even that's changed. Um, and then there's another half of the country that wants to go back to slavery. <laughs> <laughs> altogether and close the borders to anybody of color and johnny keys thought he killed marilyn chambers he she tried passed <laughs> she passed out during the sex scene he's oh my god i killed her <laughs> <laughs> he was excited about that and uh and sean michaels uh, what a great guy uh penis so big it's got two zip coats uh, <laughs> so what are some future plans down the road for you, Rebel, after you get back from Prague, let's say the next, oh, three to five years? Um, well, I just kind of want to keep, you know, do it, doing what I'm doing. I'd love to um, maybe start directing a little bit. I think that would be cool. Um, but, yeah, just kind of go with the flow, <laughs> keep enjoying it, um, keep I, making I, yeah, I don't pay any attention to it because I think some of them are stupid. But the awards, have you won any big awards or gotten any awards or nominated for any awards? I Sometimes I think they're political and sometimes I just think they're they're silly. But uh, have you gotten in line for any of those? Um, I've been nominated for a few, but I haven't won anything yet. <laughs> I think they really short side a lot of the gals who are doing the independent stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, because you own that content. You don't have to answer to anybody. And that is so cool. Literally. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely fantastic. You own your own shit and you don't have to answer anybody for it. Absolutely. And like the cool thing, um, this last AVN, um, the POV scene nomination was won by uh, Mr. Lucky, which is really cool because that's like a content scene. Um, and I, I thought that was kind of cool that a content scene won, won something. Yeah. Well, certainly if you... Uh, found a little bit. 
yeah. if, uh, if private society gives you a ring and, and uh, wants you to come to Iowa, be sure you let me know and we'll line up an autograph signing and get you some stuff and maybe do a little custom video work. And Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, You know, it, it, it seems that the award situation hasn't caught up with the kind of material that is now occupying the major interest of the public in X-rated work. Uh, we're still based on like it's a movie and best this best. That's not the criteria anymore. We need new criteria and judges that are judging that criteria because that's where the money is. And maybe that should come from yourself, from the you and the other people making the stuff should create your own institution and give your own awards because you're the ones pioneering the future. Yeah, that's a good point. They can't control the newer people, and so there's no point in giving them awards. There's no control. Well, that's why they should create their own. Exactly. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. Eh? What? Hey, what? <laughs> Give me a call, Beat Sam. <laughs> yeah, they should. All right. Well, again, next week we're going to be going back in time. Debbie Revenge will be our guest, and she was – I met up with her when I was in Los Angeles last November, and, and – um, She's uh, been gracious enough to uh, say, yeah, I'll give that Zoom stuff a try and see what that's all about. And, and uh, let me, and that's going to be next week. Let me pull up a, a quick photo of her. And yeah, like she, she was, she was out there back in the day. This is her. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> wow. That's Lower East Side, 1979, 80, baby. That's a loose that's, goose. Kind of reminds me of Gina Fine a little. Heavy on the eyeliner. Yeah. That's punk. Yeah. Right? You see this one too? Oh, looks kind of like Debbie Harry a little. Yeah, I think that was kind of what she bit. was going for. <clears throat> yeah, she didn't like the photo I posted, so she sent me a new one. So, so okay, whatever. So, but, uh, yeah, she, um, she didn't make all that many movies. I think <clears throat> maybe she made about a dozen, but she was still in that New York scene uh sean did you know her at all i didn't know her i knew the scene relatively well though i mean it was all south of church like south of houston it was it was cbgb's in the mud club and, and uh we would leave bernard's we would uh, do a movie or something or just be out with friends and we'd go downtown and it was uh you know <clears throat> romance everything but it, it, it was new york in the late 70s early 80s i mean it was the deuce i mean it was everything it was it was dirty it was scary oh, you get on the yeah. train huh it was it was nuts but i did it for um, seven eight years and i loved it and got out of it alive like tear and sharon but for its day i wouldn't trade it i would not trade it i got a lot of stories mm -hmm. Yeah. Why do you have another question for uh, Rebel? Um, you know, I'm I'm really kind of new into that, like everybody else is. Um, I'm just looking forward to seeing more content from her, and uh, seeing. Uh, I mean, she, you're really exercising your nerve endings, and I'm seeing getting excited to see what you do next. It's uh, really amazing. Well, put. those throat muscles. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, flexing more than just those. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Charles, did you have a follow-up question? I think I cut you off. 
Oh, no, I was just asking Sean a question, you know, like, um, you know, like, did he ever, like, go to Club 57 or Plato's Retreat, or did he ever meet, like, John michel Yes, you know, he was a part of that scene, too, along with Madonna, too. Well, I want to keep it, all due respect, uh, on, the, on the guest and the host, but I, I, it was Studio 54, yes, I've been there many times, and um, Plato's Retreat many times. I'll tell you a funny story about Jamie Gillis at Plato's Retreat one night. It, it, um, and Joe Monroe and me and, uh, and Ron Jeremy, but not tonight. Okay. I'll save some story. I'll save some story. Maybe we can tell it next week. And, and I'm sure that, uh, Debbie may have some stories, but Debbie, Debbie admits freely that she was not, uh, aware of a lot of the, the, the time frame. So she was, uh, you're going to talk to her this week. You say you were, you on Avenue D a lot. She'll know exactly what she'll, if she was on Avenue D or Avenue C, then, then you, you text me and I'll tell you what she meant by that. Sure. Okay. All right. Rebel, anything else we need to cover tonight? Anything else you at all want to talk about or promote your OnlyFans, your Twitter, whatever? Um, I mean, yeah, I get that. My, my Twitter, you can follow me there. It's Rebel Rider Triple X, um, Instagram, Rebel Rider IG, and then OnlyFans, Rebel Rider, um, just OnlyFans slash Rebel Rider. <laughs> Anybody else have any other questions for Rebel tonight before what, we... What's going on in Prague? What are you doing there? Um, so I'm shooting for Legal Porno, um, as well as like a couple other studios, but mostly legal. Um, I'm shooting Double Anal, I'm shooting Fisting, um, P, all that fun stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I'm here till um, Thursday, and then I head on up. <laughs> Richard, wouldn't you like to be the TSA agent that has to open up her bag and look at it? I do have no, a funny story no, about I, that. I, <laughs> I, would like, tell. I would like to be about 50 years younger, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you stop it, you can still do it. It's a blue pill. It's a blue pill. Trust me. <laughs> Go ahead, Rebel. Tell us the story. Tell the story. Oh, God. Okay, so um, a couple weeks ago, actually, um, before I went to Prague, I went to Jamaica for a trip. And um, I was staying at uh, Hedonism, and I was doing, like, a couple sex shows. So I had, like, a, a big bag, like, a checked bag full of just dildos and sex toys and a bunch of stuff. And going into the country, we needed to put our check bags through, like, a scanner as we were going through customs. <laughs> and as my, mine was going through the scanner, I just hear the TSA lady, like, oh, my goodness. And she, like, pulls it in. She's like, hey, we need to open this bag. I'm like... Okay, you know, she opens it, and the little airport is like pulling the dildos out. Like she's like, "Are all these for you?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> she's like, "What do you do with them?" <laughs> like I stick them in my butthole. Get <laughs> up, stand up. Yeah. <laughs> I think they they just wanted to make sure I wasn't taking them to sell them or something, but I was like, "No, they're all for me." <laughs> Here's where you can find my videos. <laughs> Artrell, go ahead. Oh, yeah. You know, recently I read an article where it says that almost all of the adult industry, the mainstream companies have at least, at least have moved from, like, California and Florida to, like, the Eastern Europe. Like, how true is that? Um, so I think Europe, the, the production in Europe, it's, it's increasing a lot. There's a lot of... Um, studios over here there's a lot of people shooting um i've been here for 
like a, a week, a little over a week now, and I shot pretty much every day. <laughs> um, oh. But there's there's still a lot of, you know, companies in LA and Florida. Um, I'm not sure if they're moving or whatnot, but at least the the uh, production side in Europe is increasing a lot or expanding. That's fantastic. And you get to see Prague too, the few minutes yeah. you get in different countries. That's wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's been great. a great experience. Well, Rebel, we certainly appreciate having you here with us. It's just been a yes. Yeah, thanks for having you, me. Absolutely. Rearrange your schedule. I know your sleep. Hey, sleep no, must problem. Be <laughs> no, no problem. No <laughs> problem. I'm used to it. But uh, we certainly appreciate. It. We'll see you in Miami at Exotica. Yeah. I won't be there, but oh, George be there. will be there, and he'll be um, he'll be there. Probably have to get a couple photos with you and. And well, maybe uh, if you do one of those uh, twenty guy, ten girl gangbangs again, maybe get George so. on that short list. Yeah, <laughs> you're all invited. <laughs> Just to know, have, have you seen the the clock by any chance? I have. Yeah, in like in the um, old town. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just saw it um, Saturday. What day is it? It's technically Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah, looking forward to seeing you in Miami. And yeah, Patrick said, yeah, hopefully I'll get to enjoy one of your shows. <laughs> get yourself you. tested, George, okay. two weeks ahead of time. You might enjoy the show real close. <laughs> and yeah, we'll talk to Tadpole. Yes. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And looking forward to seeing you, Sean. And Richard, hopefully you'll make one of the shows soon. And, you know, everyone stay safe, please. All you right. too. You too. you too. Especially with the weather down there. Be safe down there. All thank right. you. Well, we once again thank Rebel for stopping by. And again, next week, our guest will be Debbie Revenge. So you want to tune in for that. Same bat time, same bat channel. You can find us on the internet at jizztalking.com. Of course, you can find us on Twitter at jizztalking. And you'll want to stop by. Uh, we, we have uh, various Twitter things going on um, uh, during the week as well, too. So Again, Rebel Writer has been our guest tonight. We thank you so much. We'll see everybody next week right here on JizzTalking.com.